0: I thought this might be the uh, supercut of all the home runs. I
1: can play that, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that okay.
0: coming up in, in just a little bit. Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. The Yankees get back... Uh Handful of prospects along yeah. the way, kind of projected as back-end rotation guys, potentially. Maybe some backup uh, staffers along the way, depending on on who you have. But Juan Soto is headed to New York. That's the first big domino of the winter meetings. Uh, our pal Clinton Yates is in Nashville for the winter meetings. How, uh, let, before we get to the baseball, Yates, how's, how's Nashville? You enjoying it?
2: Nashville's doing well. I'm currently sitting outside of a coffee shop in honor of you, Travis. Drinking a beer, burning a heater before I head to the airport. Man, you sound like you had a rough one. You all right, buddy?
3: Yeah, I wish. Not, just so you know, if his voice is not beer, it's scotch.
0: Yeah, I, we were talking <laughs> yesterday, Yates. There was a guy that I work with on a on an ABC affiliate in Santa Barbara, my first kind of quasi-job in, in real media. I was an intern yeah. at KEYT, and this the anchor of the evening news in Santa Barbara had this unbelievable pipes, right? Just this, sure. you know just deep and resonant and, and commanding. And I said to him, I said, you know, have you always had that voice? Have you always sounded like that? And he goes, no, but I've been smoking cigarettes and drinking scotch for 55 years, and that seems to have done the trick.
2: Like, okay, I mean, you know, the it, it, it's not just true, it's also a win in Nashville kind of thing, so you sure. know what, I'm down with it. And speaking of Nashville, I just wanted to say, those of you who know me know that I actually report about baseball, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody, I'm shade at anybody, I'm just saying that i be at these meetings. So I've been at the winter meeting for the past week. And I got to tell you, man, you know, for all the shots that people want to throw at Dave Roberts and what people are sort of assuming is real versus what is not real, I was absolutely there when Gomes was talking about the aftermath of it. And it was awkward. All right. Yes. I know you said on good authority, Travis, that you know that that's a problem. Oh, yeah. Personal experience <laughs> on the ground reporting, I could see it with my eyeballs. It was weird, for sure.
3: Well, yeah, let's, let's just stay with that for a quick second here. I, I, I'm i making the argument that at this point for me there is – the only surprise I think left on the Shohei front is if Shohei decided to go to Toronto or he went to Anaheim. I, I, I'm just going with my gut here and, and what it sounds like. It's just that Shohei to the Dodgers is not a surprise to me anymore. Everything that happened with Dave Roberts and, and the conversation and that dialogue – that's not. Do you think that would actually have an effect on Shohei making his decision? Do you think there's any risk there?
2: I don't necessarily know if it's what Dave said that would have an effect, but um, to quote my man Jorge Castillo of the LA Times, who wrote, you know, the initial column that I think, you know, represented what a lot of people felt in terms of the opportunity missed uh, with Shohei on all this. He also wrote a story about how whatever you want to believe of what's real, the messaging coming from Dave is very different from the messaging coming from the front office, and if that is what, for whatever reason, in terms of communication, is the issue that Otani's camp has, then okay. It's not necessarily about just what was said. It's about kind of the reaction around all of that. But also, I want to quickly remind you guys, remember I told you all last week, I still think he's picking between the two L.A. teams. The fact that the Halos are still in this conversation at all is probably the biggest surprise to me in terms of what the news value is, although I believe it's still very much real, and I've believed it the whole time.
0: I, I think it's real. I, I think it's unlikely that he does something other than the Dodgers at this point. But, it, you know, like we, we've talked about a million times, until it's done, it's not done. I, I just, I, yeah. I keep coming back to the, the Dave thing and, and talking to the folks that I've talked to. This was just no one knew why he did what he did. Because mm-hmm. even his explanation of, well, I didn't want to lie. No one's asking you to lie. Did you meet with Shohei? I don't want to talk about that. That's not a lie. That's just. Yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about that. That's. You're, I,
2: you're right. You're right, Travis. In that regard, in that, no, it's not a lie. But I think what he meant in his context was more so the concept of general dishonesty, which is that you know a half truth and skating around the reality. and but is that what that mind- is,
0: Clinton? Because it. I, I understand what you're getting at, and I understand the distinction. Yeah. But the the idea of hey, guys, you know, I'm not talking about that. Next next topic. What do you got? What else you got?
2: I think what he was getting at is, I'm tired of not talking about it. I'll say this, Travis. There were a lot of people in that room and around Nashville that were like, bravo, Dave, for finally saying that. You know who wasn't like, saying Water.
0: that? The other guys that wear LA on their chest.
2: I get that. But here's what I'm saying, Travis. There was an element of. What are we even doing here? Why is this so much of a secret to begin with? These random rules of engagement created by Otani and his camp are not necessary to anything. And if Dave as a manager is going to say, you know what? I'm just not playing that game. I understand that sort of independently of whatever secrecy vow was agreed to amongst either the Dodgers front office or any other team. So he got a little bit more respect than I think people might have thought for actually doing that among people who were just like, yeah, this is already too much. Can somebody finally be real for once?" So
3: so, Yates, I think the ridiculousness of the whole thing is a separate conversation and I don't disagree. It is ridiculous. It really truly is to, to have free agency and, don't you dare tell anybody what teams we met with, and don't you dare give any details or any of that stuff. Like, think about the world we live in today and how quick and instant things can come out, and social media and everything else. I think that's a separate conversation. I agree, that's ridiculous. But part of Dave Roberts' job in this situation is whatever I can do to land one of the greatest players we've ever seen that's part of his job as well and i think he failed at that i i I, I get the respect i get the other people appreciated it but that's not part of your job is to go out there and i i guess uh uh, maybe i look i don't think it's going to hurt their chances but at least even put it into question
2: but which way is it going to be Slee? is it part of his job to be the ambassador for the team is it part of his job to indicate that he's the one that may or may not pull every string and then we turn around and say at the same time that Dave Roberts is hamstrung as a manager of the actual baseball team which is his actual job like it's very conflicting when you think about it that way like I get it all of a sudden Dave feels like he's turning on the franchise but at the same time, if his job is to manage the team, I think there's also a part of him that has to be responsible and communicative of the people that are, hello, already on the team of which he is a member. And I think that this is an underrated element in what's going on with the Otani situation, which is that this much airspace being taken up, if you go into a locker room, any locker room, no matter the makeup of it, whether it's a young team or it's a team laden with veterans like this squad is, there is going to be an effect once he actually lands. And I do think that there is a small element of this where Dave saying listen we're already a fully functioning baseball team as far as we're concerned because i'm the one that does the work to make sure that uh, that that happens and he was defending that a little bit as much as he was anything that had to do with the oh my god otani will you please come to our team
0: clinton yates join us from nashville where the winter meetings are getting ready to wrap up here in the next couple of days what did you make of the Soto deal? We knew, we knew that it was probably going to happen. We knew that the Yankees were probably the most likely destination for him to end up on. It got done yesterday. And, you know, reading and talking to people, it feels like everybody's kind of, yeah, they, they both kind of got a little bit of what they were after, but nobody really kind of feels great about what happened. The Yankees got a great player, but they still have some fundamental issues that need to be addressed. He's still a free agent at the end of the year. And the Padres got some stuff back, but it wasn't nearly the haul that they got. Uh, that they gave up to get him in the first place
2: not even close and I think this is the case of a couple front offices being engaged in a similar form of what I'll just call quite frankly malpractice over the last couple of years with their roster construction but there is some belief and I've talked to some people within the Yankees organization that you know this is a desperation move from the big league club that's going to cost the system and sometimes that's just kind of what you have to do left-handed bat he can get it out there in Yankee Stadium pretty easily, but it also creates sort of a weird backlog in the outfield. What do you do with Aaron Judge? What do you do with Giancarlo in terms of where people play? Because it's not like Juan Soto is going to play center field and Judge in center. It's just a whole kind of thing. And so I do feel that both of these teams are kind of grasping at straws a little bit and trying to get something back. And yeah, you're right. Some people say that compromise is defined as Both sides not getting what they want. And I think that's kind of where we are with this one, Trav.
3: I I hate it. You know, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. And and, Yates, I think for me, obviously, it's going to be more personal. But one of the things that Trav and I kept talking about was, well, just start the season with them. You know, let's see what happens. It's not like the Padres still don't have a lot of talent. They were one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball last year in one run games. Maybe it can turn around. It's again, it's not a pipe dream that they all of a sudden start winning some games that they were losing a year ago. I hate it. I understand why they had to do it, but basically what they did is they shed payroll. This just goes back to the bad contract they gave to Bogarts, the five more years on top of the five that Machado got, Cronenworth's deal, Hugh Darvish's deal. You said malpractice. A.J. Preller is the GM of the, uh, of the Padres. You can
0: always fire the manager if it doesn't work out.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> done that five times already. So I, I think that, that has to do – the Juan Soto deal has more to do with all the other deals that they did that now they have to pay for.
2: Listen to Alan Sliwa with the hardcore baseball chalk talk. This is absolutely right. Juan Soto is the one guy who doesn't have a no-trade clause on that team, which is the reason why he's the one being dealt in an attempt to shed payroll, even though he's probably the best player of all of them. That is a flat mistake when it comes down to how you build your team. You're exactly right, Sli. South-South ain't doing it right. You know what I mean? And this is the price you pay. A you know, great player, a generational player, ends up getting traded twice before he's 25, and you traded away half of your farm to get him. That can't happen if you're trying to actually compete in the big leagues.
0: They went for it for all the obvious reasons. Peter Seidler obviously was very sick, and yeah. this was a, hey, yeah. look, let's – Let's just get, just roll it anyway. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been gone probably last year had circumstances been a little bit or different. for
3: some of these other plays. You wouldn't have the,
2: the yeah. other contracts. Th- this was a
0: let's just throw it at the wall and hope that the one time you can buy a team actually works, and it didn't. When are you coming home?
2: I'm coming back right now. I'm getting on a plane in a couple of hours. I might see you guys tomorrow in person because I'm doing TV. But here's the last thing I'll say. One of the big pieces of news around Nashville – is that finally, rocking around the Christmas tree, got to number one on the Billboard Top 100, which is unbelievable considering that song is older than I am. (laughs) And Mariah Carey has been dominating the charts for that long. So that's where we are, Nashville, Music City, baby.
0: When is Otani on a team? When do we know?
2: I think it's going to be after the calendar year flips if it doesn't happen before the end of COB today, Travis. I just think that this is one of those scenarios that it was – had a stage and the stage was missed, and as that stage is missed, there's no reason why I think it's going to happen anytime soon. So it's either
0: perfect. today Bryce or in January,
2: I think so. Yeah, Let's, I mean Bryce Harper signed when he signed in spring training. Let's not forget that either, and that worked out okay for the Phillies. So yeah, if right. it wasn't going to happen now, you know what are you going to do? Thanks you. hold your breath. You Thank got you it, brother. Yep. Thank Talk you. you Safe travels. All
3: right, so
0: I want today. I don't want to wait another, you know, third, whatever it's today, the seventh. I don't want to wait another twenty-four days. Why you want to
3: just? <laughs> recycle the same I, potential conversations and
0: and i think that i know for sure that he's coming because i read something in the newspaper today that's coming up next it's travis lee seven ten espn
3: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any Last week in
1: New- so for some context, this is one Soto's every home run that he's ever hit, to the beat of Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift.
3: Yeah. Boom, boom. Why didn't they do this with Alicia Keys? Back
1: <laughs> they could have, right? Well, yeah.
0: Alicia Keys isn't quite in the zeitgeist the way that Taylor Swift it's is. It's also a little bit
1: more like separate like, well, of the beats. The beats not the same, so I like the...
0: You know, it's nice. You, yeah, you're going to mash. It's funny. York.
3: He's going to mash.
0: I know you're a Padres guy. Mm-hmm. I know that you, you root for them, obviously. But mm-hmm. this one hit you in a way that I have not seen you react before. You're like, no, this sucks. Like Like it, yeah. it, 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 it's hitting. Like, they had a terrible season last year, and I know it was – but this mm-hmm. is like, seriously, this is how this is going to go, that he was here for, what, a season and a
3: half? I played 200 games. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. Well, think about this.
0: And he was their best player.
3: Just just take the last um, late, take the last one year of the San Diego Padres and listen. You're already dealing. Let's use the Dodgers as an example. There's a hundred games they're already going to win before the season even starts. You know, there's a hundred already in the books. Close to it. There's a good chance you're going to have Shoei O'Tadi to your team. There's a good chance that Walker Buehler, even if he doesn't start the season, it sounds like it might get a little. I thought I read something there. Buehler's going to eventually come back. Some of these other guys like Bobby Miller is going to get, this is their second goal. There's not going to be as many surprises. He's going to be really good next year. <laughs> right. Like, Think yeah. about that. Of course these guys are. Yeah, They're already in the market of looking at some other potential starting pitchers out there, and Andrew Friedman's been on the record saying whether we get him in free agency or we get him in a trade, they're obviously going to be very active. The Diamondbacks just went to the World Series. They won Series the pennant. And they've been active. They just signed who's the Tigers pitcher that they just brought Rodriguez. in. Rodriguez. Okay, so they, they, they've been active. The San Francisco Giants, Bob Melvin couldn't leave the Padres quick enough.
0: (laughs) You're right about that.
3: And the Padres gave him permission to go up to, um, you know, obviously go up to San Francisco. I think it has more to do with there was so much optimism about the franchise one year ago. And then here you are, you're starting to see it all kind of unravel this, this, this
2: is in why front of your face.
0: what the Dodgers are doing right now to kind of bring this back and why as disappointing as the last several seasons have been about them flaming out against the Padres, about them going just so quietly yeah, against yeah. Arizona, yep. is that there's always that little bounce after it happens, right? There's that little bit of, we're going to be in it again next year, whereas with other – and there's only a very small handful of teams that are in that category – Braves, Astros, um, you know, Tampa, oddly enough, that you know we're going to be in it over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't make the disappointment hurt less, but you recover from it a little more quickly because, yeah. hey, we're right back in the middle of it again. They might get Shohei Otani. They might get Yamamoto. They might go out and get the most talented guys in the. They might make a trade for William Thomas and Corbin Burns. Like, there is no – and even if those things don't happen, Dodgers are going to win 90 or more games next year. They, you know how I know? Because that's just what they do. Yep. And even the pieces that they have are really good pieces. Even if you didn't change a thing, it's a pretty darn good team. Foundation. That you've seen turn mm-hmm. it over again and again and again. And that's why the pottery thing is I, I get it. Like, if you're an Angel fan, right, you've had these two pieces. Like, you're not going to have guys like this forever and ever, and you're not you taking cash advantage anything. of it.
3: You can not even get to the post. Nothing. Right. And right. so
0: wh- what happens when Otani leaves? At the end of the week, if mm-hmm. he does, what happens when Mike Trout? I was going to say starts to fade. That's already happening, mm. and now what? Those you just had to generate. Otani's not generate. Otani's like millennia, right? Like he he is a guy that comes around. The last like the one we century. saw was Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's just it's eternity. Trout is. The best player that team's ever had for an extended period of time. You got nothing done with it. The Dodgers are winning. They got really good players, don't get me wrong. But they're winning with Chris Taylor and Justin Turner and Cody Bellinger. Good players. But there's not a Mike Trout in that bunch. There's not a Shohei Otani in that bunch. Mookie's probably in that category. But, okay, they, they go to the playoffs every year with Mookie. You know what I mean? It's just when you have several bites at the apple, boy, this is not going well.
3: You're passionate. It
0: happens really. You're gonna you, cry. You're gonna come back at it. Yeah. You know, next season in the middle of it, it's like, yeah, let's go again. Okay. I, I I promise you. Yep. By the by July next year, I'm gonna be believing it's gonna happen all over well, again. Of
3: course. And, I and, know and, I am. And you should. And that's okay. Like that, there's, I think it also says something that you have to win. There's certain ways to win, and certain franchises can't can't try to win the way other franchises try to win. I'll give you an example. The Oklahoma City Thunder can't do it like the Lakers, right? They have to literally do it their own way. The St. Louis Cardinals are going to run their organization different than the Mets are, different than the Yankees are. The Padres had the third highest payroll in baseball last year. Crazy. I guess that ultimately at the end of the day, I think they got fat and happy because everyone got paid. Nobody didn't get paid. It's tough to eat. What's the famous line? The 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 boxer that says it's tough to wake up when you're sleeping in silk sheets. Yeah. Machado got paid. Cronenworth got paid. Musgrove got paid. You Darvish got paid. Every big player that you could think of that had some success, little bit, all of them got paid. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but if I told you the Padres were successful, you would probably say, okay. Then they probably had to have guys come up through their farm system. Those players were probably really good that they could kind of establish whatever it was. Then they were able to spend very smart and good. I think we got a little, at least from a Padre perspective, you got a little bit like. You tried the shortcut, didn't which, work. Which there was a reason for. Sure. It. And sure. I think we know what the reason was that their owner has, was in really, really poor health issues and unfortunately passed away. And his goal couldn't get accomplished. What'd you
0: guys make of Chris Russo, Mad Dog Russo's meltdown on Otani? Like this is crazy, and you're out of your mind if you give him six hundred million. He's bucks never been in the playoffs. Before. He's never been in the playoffs. What have they ever gotten out of this guy? Yeah. Anybody that does this is out of their bleeping mind. So on and so on. Has anybody at any point ever watched Shohei Otani play baseball and go, "Yeah, he's the problem in Anaheim." <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, no. he, he that, or, you, or, you know why or, the Angels are just never getting it right? Yeah. Otani's not doing nearly enough. Yeah. That's never been said,
1: but he's also never been in the playoffs.
0: It's, but okay, but I'm just saying, What you would you like to for him to have done to get them in the playoffs?
1: There's nothing more that I don't think that he could do to get them to the playoffs. Then the I'm,
0: playoff thing is irrelevant. I think I'm saying, saying for, should, for, should,
3: for him, I think he should pick back, pitch back to back. But that's what I'm
0: saying. There, there literally is because n- yeah. the joke is, well, Mike Trout doesn't pitch. Otani oh, does, yeah. Well, and can, so, can I, can and he does them both at this, this question, crazy can level. that's
3: this question on the. Do you have any concern if Otani becomes a Dodger, do you have any concern that he's not going to perform? I don't. From From a baseball perspective, do you have – Emily, would you have any concern that he's not going to live up to – just-
1: we haven't seen him in the playoffs. So who knows? Okay, maybe the bigger question is, if he doesn't perform in the playoffs, is it a Dodger problem? That Shohei Ohtani is a sure thing, and if he doesn't sh- show up in the playoffs, is the Dodgers organization is rotten that, in That, the I
0: think, is kind of interesting. Like, the way you put that, I think, there already is interesting. Is a Dodger that I don't think Shohei if, needs to be
3: another example.
0: If he shows up and mm-hmm. offers the way that Freddie did, and and you know, Freddie got an infield hit, let me not yep, forget that. slide for it. <laughs> yeah, yes. it was close. Bang, bang, play. Mookie offers like right if 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 that happens then I think what you're saying, M, is exactly right. Which is, hey, what the hell is going on in there if they if they cut the legs off of Shohei Ohtani? I think the only risk in the Ohtani thing, I don't. I think there's zero business risk that whatever comes in from international markets to will more than cover the cost of what you're paying him in salary
3: in LA Uh,
0: forget it so from a business perspective Mm -hmm. it's as close to a sure thing as you can get from an offensive perspective he's as close to a sure thing as you can get he can run he can hit he hits for power all of these things yeah he's just not going to forget how to hit Mm -hmm. but it making up numbers at 600 million dollars yep What if he never pitches like that again? That, I think, is an interesting... Look, you're buying the best slugger in baseball, but you're buying Tyler Anderson on the mound. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not, it's not out of the question.
1: You pay him more than you pay Aaron Judge because you can get a t- like Perhaps. someone else, or you know maybe I think we have floated this up before. Like maybe Otani's role changes. Maybe he turns into a reliever. Maybe he turns I don't think he wants closer. to be that. Right? I don't think he does. Sounds but like he, just,
0: no, I think I, I that's way down saying. the road. If that's yeah, ultimately yeah. what happened, I think that he will give it every Propose effort it to, to Dave. become.
3: Dave will he'll <laughs> he'll, play out every scenario. He
0: for He will. Him. But no, I I I think he will turn to pitching. We really the 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 information on guys that have had that procedure twice is virtually non-existent. Nathan Avaldi is the best case scenario, so good for him. If he turns back into Nathan Avaldi, it's pretty darn good, just yeah. win the World Series. Yeah. But the only risk is you just paid sixty million a year for a DH. Okay, that's the risk, and it's the surest thing at DH, and the business thing, and the fan thing. It's a grand slam.
3: And I want to go back to something you mentioned about. What if he doesn't perform in the playoffs? I think the what if is, like, what if you brought – you could have had similar questions to any player, any athlete that's going to move, and especially if it's going to a team that's had such terrible, terrible um, experiences, I guess you want to call it, in the postseason. But I'll play it the other way. What if this is the first freaking time, the only time we've seen Shohei in a real, real – game was the WBC and it wasn't just the game against the United yeah. States no, he's to was Mexico tournament. He's great to the whole get tournament. there. He was great the whole tournament. What if he's also that missing link that just there's a buzz and a momentum that he takes. The Dodgers are the one franchise that's like there is no hesitation to think we're going to take that risk, when going to take that chance because ultimately the business side is going to take care of itself and the baseball side is one of the greatest that's ever done it. I, I,
0: it's funny to hear you say that. If he shows up and they win the World Series, and he's a a huge part of why they do. And fast forward to 2025 and beyond, and he shows up and he pitches the way that we've seen him pitch in the big leagues previously, and they win another World Series or two. Yeah, right. Let's say in the 10 years that they sign him to, if they do, they win two or three. He will very quickly ascend to one of the greatest Dodgers of all time. I know he will have been in another place, and I know that that's very – Rarified air for guys that spent their entire career you're talking kershaw you're talking Kofax, you're talking guys like that right that were here and built this whole thing in la for a long period of time but what the last 10 years have looked like if he just comes in and instantly flips it the way that you're describing he goes to a whole nother level it's oh my gosh it's not just the two-way guy that we've never seen but he's the key that unlocked The thing that was unlockable
1: for a Mm -hmm. storied franchise, it's like doing it for the Yankees or doing it for the Red Sox or doing it for the Dodgers. It's different than doing it for the Mariners, the Mariners, yeah, right.
0: And because it's been that it's been a locked box for a while, yeah, yeah, it is a totally different thing. It's like if you,
1: for example, if the Lakers went 20 years without winning an an NBA title and you get somebody that gets it for you, that's Lakers getting it done for them,
0: but. The, if the Lakers kept losing in the first and second round of the playoffs. so that they're like, yeah. And they were the best team every year. It's like, what Dodgers keeps happening?
3: Dodgers actually are the best example, and yes. it would happen to the Dodgers. Yeah. They really are. The, they're the best example. 1988 was the last time they won a World Series in 162 games. Don't discredit 2020, yeah. but it was different, and they've had a lot of woes in the postseason.
0: And Joe Kelly's given up his number, apparently. That was reported that, that Joe Kelly was asked reportedly by the Dodgers, hey, mm-hmm. can Shohei have 17? And Reportedly, Joe Kelly's like, yeah, sure. If if we get Otani on the team, yeah, I'd, I would I'd love have said, to do it. I
3: want one percent of his contract. Well,
0: what you do is like there was a uh, when Eli Manning signed with the uh, yeah the Giants. I think Jeff Feagles was their punter. I don't okay. know why I remember mm-hmm. that, but he had number ten, and Eli built him a brand new kitchen in his home.
1: Uh, there was the Cam Newton thing where yeah. uh, someone. Someone wanted Cam. Cam wanted that guy's number, and he said, "No, definitely not." It was the quarterback in front of him, and and he said, "Okay, well, no one's going to remember you in Carolina, and no one did."
0: Yep, yep. You can get. We remember him for the story. Don't be a good guy, Joe Kelly. I didn't.
1: I didn't. Be be the
0: be the guy. Yeah, you know, I've had this every year of my entire major career. It's important to me, but. We could probably work something out. Yeah. Just kind of, just kind of leave it sitting there. Seventeen.
4: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly.
0: Factor caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. If you get hurt in an accident, call the accident attorneys at Sweet James. One 9000000 You know that number, even with my messed up voice. You know the number for Sweet James. One 0 Of course, you can go online at SweetJames.com. If this voice were the result of an accident, I would call Sweet James and say, I was in an accident. My voice is all messed up. What are we going to do, right? This is what Sweet James does. He knows how to deal with the insurance companies. He knows how they operate. He makes sure that you get what you're entitled to. And if the insurance company won't play ball with the settlement, then they go to trial and they win. 98% of the time. They have over 500 trials under their belt. This is what they do. They win, and they get you what you deserve. They get you a sense of justice, right? Insurance company's not going to do that for you. That's why you got to call Sweet James at 1-800-9-MILLION. If you're hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, call the accident attorneys at Sweet James at 1-800-9-MILLION and SweetJames.com.
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, again, I cannot recommend nope. Godzilla minus one anymore. My mouth was like agape the entire time watching it. The sound design is amazing. Still there
3: this morning. Ah! I'm still shocked. Your, your pitch
0: of yeah. Jaws, Jurassic Park, and Oppenheimer yeah. is a really good pitch.
1: Yeah, and it's well-acted, well-paced. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed, I don't think. And if you are, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: well,
4: then figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and
1: then I'm seeing uh, the point. Boy- you know going to do? <laughs> with,
0: with our next home game is what, the Commanders, him? uh I think so, yeah. am going to tell Ben hey, to you. go tell Emily that he hated Godzilla minus one. Yep. And see what happens. And
1: then I say, you have no class. You'll, sure.
0: go, you'll go Godzilla. <laughs> that stream of fire will come out of your a- mouth. A- atomic breath. She'll, yeah, she'll uh, swing at him. Yeah. Um, Go that. Um, I'm also draft. seeing
1: The Boy and the Heron tonight, which is the new my- Miyazaki movie. It's the first movie in 10 years, um, oh, from Studio Ghibli. Um, so, also going to give a review of that tomorrow. So, on this day in 1963, it was the first use of replay in a game. So, it was being Army hmm. Navy, and the quote said, This is not live. Army did not score again. They replayed the Army score. So, my statement is. I know we talk about this a lot where, you know, replay takes too long and it does this. You need it for specific reasons. But instant replay is a net good for sports. Travis, Factor Cap. Oh, also, additionally, VAR has had a whole thing the EPL this week, messing up in VAR. So again, instant replay is a net good for sports.
0: I think Cap, Mm. I I don't agree. I I think it it had it was one of those things that everybody started out with the best of intentions, and we've completely lost our way with it. And I think that the end result has been detrimental to these games. That the the reviews the, the. the purpose of instant replay was not to find a millisecond of footage where the ball wiggled as the player was hitting the ground. The the purpose of instant replay was that ball was fouled by a foot and they called it fair. That's what it was designed the to kick fix. Kick wasn't good. Right. That that it, it was not designed to for us to become, you know, almost referees on a molecular level. It was designed to fix egregious errors,
3: and that's not what it's done. Al? It's why This is why it's cap, and I'll, I'll go cap on this as well. It's cap because the only thing we talk about with instant replays and reviews is how long it takes. So instantly we're saying something negative right out the gate. Okay, We're not saying, oh, my gosh, it saved this game or that game or whatever the case is. The other problem is it doesn't always get the call right. Exactly. Let me give you a great example of this in the NBA. If somebody fouls the living you-know-what out of someone's arm – but it's still the guy that got fouled, the ball went off his hands, and they review that. They're not going to call the foul. They're just going to say, well, it went off his hand. It didn't correct the call. They just did, well, we can't review this, and because we can't do this, then we can't do that. The the game, uh the the game on Tuesday, Lakers and the Suns. That's a non reviewable call that could have determined the game. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think ultimately at the end of the day, I think it brings up more questions than answers. The only thing I like reviews on is the way tennis does it. I don't have to do anything. This is a, a, a in a comp- or out. It's a but computer so that is determining. Tennis. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's t- 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 tennis is one of the few sports where the only really disputes are: was it in or was it out? Yeah. Right. Right. There were. There's. There's not a. It's well, not he fouled interpretation. Me. Right. Yeah. There's no interpretation of well. He made a football move. Okay. What does that mean? I'd I mean, rather take. I'd rather insane.
3: take the instinct on the call and just run with it. than and then you got to show 35 replays to well, make that guy look bad. That's. I know also we talked dumb. about this the other day.
0: Shot clock, right? 30 seconds. If you don't know what the answer is after 30 seconds, we're moving on. Yeah. yeah. That's it. We're done. Right? We looked at it. We don't know. Whatever. Call in the field stands.
1: Yeah. I, I just... mean, because, for example, that would have been what was, for the nickel Roby Coleman thing, Yeah, 30 seconds, you can understand that was a DPI. That's interesting. Sure.
3: Do you think most people would, would all say, hey, have replay or not? Do you think most people would lean towards no? I would. I've changed I my would. mind. I would lean I, towards I, replay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I,
4: yeah. I would lean towards no, too. Jorge? Uh Cap? Uh, just because in VAR, just like you said, sometimes in soccer VAR, they look for the a fingernail. He's offsides yeah. by a fingernail. Like it's mostly guys, used for offsides. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We can let a fingernail. Then not, they not can't. Managed. They can't because then <laughs> Dude, they're saying, well, if no, we no, let a fingernail but, go, then there's gonna be finger, another game. Then that, <laughs> it's a knee. Yes, yes, yeah. Then it's a body. But, then it's two. Yeah, but yeah. But also in VAR, whoever's making the call, they gotta have that neutral mindset. Whether like just call it for what it is. Yeah. Don't don't pick and choose like oh just because this team has the advantage or that team has the advantage. I feel like that's what VARs does sometimes. Like yeah. they don't call it just for what it is. They take they pick when to call it and when yeah. not to call it. Honest, that's what hurts it.
1: Honestly, it should be used for offsides because you can have a literal line across and that's where the where the, where the line is. And same for a goal or not. You know, if the ball is crossed the goal, it's a goal. If it's not, it's not a goal. So, anyway, uh, on this day, that happened. Interesting. So, but keep in mind
0: that was not the purpose of that back then. That that was was just just, a replay. Hey, here's a cool thing that happened. Let us show it to you again. And that's
1: good. Net good. That's just TV
0: producing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a totally different conversation. Which is
1: also a very hard job. If you ever think about the replay um, uh, operators, that's an incredibly difficult job because you have to do it so quickly and have to do it right. Yep. Um, So, um, Gary Streisky. Who uh, works for ESPN? He's a Sports Center anchor, and he also does a podcast with Al Duncan. They talked about the coaches in any sport that do not wa- that you don't want to mess with. They use a different word, but I'll say mess with, okay? And they and Gary Streisky had Darvin Ham as number one. So you would also give Darvin Ham the number one of coaches that you don't want to mess with. Al, fact or cap?
3: Yeah, fact. I'm not messing with Darvin Ham. I'm not. And we've got a chance to be around him. By the way, nicest guy. He's a good Been guy. Incredibly, incredibly nice. But that makes me even more not want to get on his bad side or something happens, something goes down. Darvin Ham is – I don't know if you saw the quote. made Doka and um, and Braun had their exchange on Saturday. He was asked about it, it Sunday or Monday, whatever day it was, and he's like, there ain't no around here. And he – Says where he's from. No, I'm not. I, I believe him. I'm not. That's not somebody that I want to mess with. You know, was very high on that list as well. I don't want to mess with Mike Tomlin either. Those two guys.
1: Nope. Trev. Tomlin's
0: a good one. I I think Sean McVay's a good one because he's fit and he's strong and he's young and he's crazy and he's fast. And he's fast, right? (laughs) So that would be a handful too. Mm -hmm. But I think we're sleeping on the obvious answer. When it Does this have to be a physical confrontation of some sort? Uh,
1: <laughs> I would say that you don't want to mess with in general.
0: Bill Belichick. Yeah. Oh, he would you disappear you, and you'd never even know what happened. Like, yeah. hey, what happened to Slewa? I don't know. He said something about Belichick, and he disappeared forever. Okay. Like, <laughs> and then they move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, right. Never, never mind. Mm-hmm. I wasn't asking. I was I asking never met about him. Alan uh, Hale. It Alan... wasn't Alan Slewa Yeah, it's a it's a different guy. Like <laughs> Now you're there's, nervous. There's- the guys that'll beat you up, yep. Darvin Ham's big, strong, right, yep. all the, and then there's guys that just, like, just phew, gone. That's Belichick. <laughs> I was going
4: to say Bill Belichick, because the way he responds, when you ask him, hey, what happened with al well, Oh, well, you know, Alan, uh, you know, he just gives yeah. you very, like, We've got, a, We've got the Steelers tonight, <laughs> exactly. and Mitch Trubisky's really busy, a very dangerous uh, player. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, so, Pukunukua, uh star of the Rams game on Sunday, new franchise record holder for rookie receiving yards, he got a shout-out from LeBron while at the game. Um, he, t- LeBron tweeted, yeah, you know, let's go, Puka, something in that way. And so, Puka was told about it afterwards, and he said, that's so crazy. Honestly, Puka said this, if my girlfriend wasn't my wallpaper, the tweet from LeBron would be my wallpaper <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> that's great. So, uh, got me thinking. You almost never change your wallpaper on your phone or your computer. Jorge, factor cap.
4: Fact, I never do. I have a picture of Mite doing uh, this when she was like 3 years old or 2 2 years old and I just I love that picture ever since I her actually Brenda's mom took it and since I got this phone it's been on there and possibly the next one I get's going to be the same one. Kev?
0: I just changed my oh, I just changed it. it's about a year ago. I changed it because those stuff I had was from the kids when they were really young. And so I got good pictures of all of them in their current states and I changed it but it had been 10 years since I'd done it prior to that. Yeah. So I don't think that constitutes a lot, but I did just do it a year ago.
1: Yeah, my mom's is us at Christmas, uh, because we always take pictures on the stairs, as we've gotten older. It's always a tradition. I think she has the one from like maybe five years ago as ours. but Like Like the
0: Brady Bunch, where all the sisters are lined
3: up? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Can I see some of those? I'll send you
1: Well, I look like trash, but That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Al?
3: fact, I don't, and here's a good example how I had to get my phone reset, whatever is, you know, you have, to, like, the factory you reset. You have the factory yes. reset, don't you? Does Google Pixel is, even have now. wallpaper? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Google Pixel does oh, okay. have wallpaper.
1: The, you are I the did factory have, setting
0: guy is
3: the most on-brand Sleewa thing ever. I did have, for a while, it was me and Michelle yeah. at the Diamondbacks-Padres game earlier in the year, right? And once I did the factory reset, I'm like, okay, that's – so, it's fine. I'm, it's actually a funny it's probably thing a is, nice, pretty picture of mountains or something. No, it's not. It's literally just like nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I weird.
3: it's like one stripe. <laughs> That's of weird. Something. You got to change that. So up.
1: I'm single, so I don't have you know my family on my on my wallpaper. So mine's just like I took a picture of palm. It's the Travis and Sleigh Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just, laughs> we like
3: should take
0: a picture for her Sleeve. just special yeah, for her just
3: wallpaper, a, a
1: selfie or whatever. yes, indeed. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a statement, and we can answer the other side because we're up against it. But. Um, <clears throat> Tonight's game between the Steelers and Patriots will have the lowest over-under since 1993. The longest over-under since I've been alive, um, which previously was the Patriots and Bengals in week 15. Okay, their over-under is 30 and a half.
0: 30 and a half.
1: For the Patriots-Steelers game tonight. So, my statement is, you would bet the over in this game. And we can answer it on the other side.
0: Okay. I think I know the answer to that. And, you know, if you're watching the game tonight, you know what else you could do, Slee? Yeah. You
1: could play prize picks. Oh, this
0: is a perfect right. You could you could play prize picks. You can go in there and look at some statistical projections on some of the players in the game tonight. And if they're right in Vegas about the over-under total... Maybe you want some unders or some less thans on the statistical projections of prize picks because here's all you got to do. Pick two, get it right, win money, right? You can win up to 25 times your money if you play prize picks, and you're going to have a great time.
3: All right, prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. My picks are already in. Um, Let's focus on that in-season semifinals. Giannis, more than or less than 34, 34 points. I'm going to go less than. That's a lot of points. LeBron, more than or less than 27 and a half points. I'll go more than on that. It takes about 60 seconds. That's it. to Submit your entry, and you could get your picks in. All you got to do, go to pricepicks.com, forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's pricepicks.com, forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. All right, that's right. Caller number 7 is on the line for the 12 days of 710. Steve Galindo in Gardena. Steve, thank you very much for being here, and thank you for uh, listening. Are you ready to pick a holiday box in the 710 studio? Thank you, guys. Definitely, I'm ready. Okay, which host holiday box do you want to pick? Is it Travis? Is it Sliwa? Is it Mace? Is it Ireland? Is it Sedano, or is it Cap?
4: gonna be super hard
2: because i love all you guys um let me go with let me go with john
4: the ireland box the ireland box
2: here we go. Let's see what's inside the box.
3: Congratulations! You win a pair of tickets to the L.A. Bowl, hosted by Gronk at SoFi Stadium on December 16th. Don't miss the action when UCLA battles Boise State. Suites and tickets are available now. Come early and visit the Fan Fest. Visit LABowlGame.com for more information on tickets and game day activities. Plus, you get a gift card from our friends at Islands. That's what's in the box, Jack. Yeah! All right, Steve Galindo, Gardena, congratulations, brother. You are getting a chance to go to the L.A. Bowl. Um, I got one question for you. Which station takes care of you during this season of winning?
2: ESPN 710, baby. The 12 Days of 710. The 12 Days of 710. It's the season of winning on 710.
0: Did I hear an air horn from Steve Galindo's truck hey, right there? Is yeah. that what I heard when that yeah, was did. going on?
3: Yep. That was awesome. Yeah, that means basically should get three more boxes for that. <laughs> yeah. Any of
4: the That truckers- was awesome.
0: I don't know why they didn't have me read that, Slee. I feel disrespected.
4: He says on the bus, field trips.
0: Yeah, yeah so Maybe like, you go with your mom and your dad, you oh, like, yeah. go on a long drive to grandma's house, you pull up next to truckers, and every yeah. once in a while, guy would let it rip. They yeah, would. Yeah. I think I still yeah. do but it. But
1: you can't, yeah, as an adult, truck drivers are not doing it for adults. No, no, that's weird. Because was it um, So there's a show called The Curse uh, on Showtime that's out with Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone, and one of the characters just goes up and tries to get the truck driver, and the truck driver just flips him off. Oh. <laughs>
3: That's a good, a good response. Yeah, too. We, yeah, that. I, yeah we need I'm that. I'm okay with that. We win either way. Gronk Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Mm-hmm. Boise State and UCLA. Amazing. Without their defensive coordinator, <laughs> who is now the defensive coordinator at USC, and good on the Trojans. Will
1: it be over under the over under for the Steelers and uh, Patriots? So the game Hello. tonight
0: that the Pats and and Bailey Zappi, maybe, Mac Jones, maybe, against the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky. Keep in mind, Kenny Pickett Ugh. is down for a yeah. while because of an ankle injury. The over-under is 30.5. 30. 30 and a hook. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm Lowest in
1: 30 years.
0: Lowest in 30 years. You have to take the over, yeah, right? take over. Because if there's a defensive touchdown, it's almost sure to go over. Mm-hmm. Because each – look, I get it. The Patriots uh, are terrible. I get it that the Steelers are playing a backup quarterback. It's the NFL. Somebody
3: can pop a play, right? Here's what's not going to help. Patriots' last game, they lost 6-0. 6 nothing. nothing. (laughs) So you're basically relying on Pittsburgh to score three-quarters of the points to get there. So let's just say, Emily, is Pittsburgh going to put up 20 points tonight? No. They're not putting up twenty. They are they putting put up, up seventeen Okay.
1: I think they're putting up thirteen or sixteen.
3: Okay. Okay. Let's go You're 16. halfway home. <laughs> let's go sixteen.
1: <laughs> I also have Chris Boswell as my fantasy kicker, so I hope so. Now we your need your goals. Now we need
3: fifteen from the Patriots. Now I'm actually starting to go the other way. The more that I work, the math. <laughs> you think it's here, under? I'd still go over.
0: You have to. It's just so low. I know. Just. I mean, look, there's hotels don't exist because those guys don't get the number right very often. Right. But. uh you could go to the Laker game instead, right? Watch the watch the in-season tournament semifinals tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans. been trying to tell you since I they know, announced yeah. this thing yep. that this is something that was going to catch on. Mm-hmm. This was something that
3: didn't need to have stakes. I think this... you said, Al, you're an idiot for not getting the in-season mm-hmm. tournament. When
0: Torian Prince looked at me like I was crazy when I asked him, are you excited for this thing? And he looked at me like he didn't even know what it was. I told him, wrong, Torian. This is something that we're all going to love. For the first time since this thing was announced, I was never anti this thing. That sounded terrible. I was never like, oh, this is stupid. I just, I don't quite get it. If there's nothing on the line, why do I care? Basketball's been better. It's been good, and at least because the Lakers are in it, I don't know. Like, if you just took the Lakers out and put the Warriors in, that's a bad example because I like watching Steph. If you took the Lakers out and put the Clippers in,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm good, man. Knock yourself out. Go go be NBA Slee, but I'm going to watch that terrible football game tonight.
3: Do you remember we were saying this? We were talking about how we don't know if it's going to work, but we were open to Adam Silver and the NBA trying something different. Sure. and I, think, I always like the trying something. And I don't know how much that has to do also with the well, No, no – I've seen Adam Silver make decisions around the NBA, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if you're giving the benefit of the doubt to some of the other commissioners around the league, maybe or maybe you're not. Um, but I do feel like there was Adam Silver specifically. There was a little bit of this. Well, because he's trying to do it, because he's open to trying new ideas. Not all of them work. Um, but because they just tried something with the in season or the uh, playing tournament a couple years ago, hey, that seemed to work. Well, just try it. What that? Okay, what's the worst that can happen? They don't go back and they say we tried this in-season tournament and it, and it flops and they don't they don't do it again. I think a lot of it also had to do with the confidence of the commissioner. I had confidence in that commissioner that he's probably coming up with something that has a good chance of working.
0: It it works in other sports in other parts of the world, right? That this in-season tournament is like a staple of soccer. MLS, Jorge, you and I were kind of joking about it. Seems like there's a tournament inside of a tournament every three. week. In three. Yeah. There's yeah. three of them. Yeah. Right. I know that But they, this is a big one this weekend. It, it's there right. It's there there's always this thing inside the thing in other sports other than in American sports. it's seems like they part. got the
4: main league, which is like the main like season, the whole season. Yep. Then they get the champion of champions, whatever it is, last season's champion against this season's champion, something like that. And then they got the MLS, they got the US Open Cup, the CONCACAF. It's just different tournaments, different teams. And that's what the NBA needs, I think. You know, bring in I don't know. It's made Yeah, – there's been 10 good basketball
0: games in the early part of the season that we might not have gotten otherwise. It's Mm -hmm. a win. It's a win. Whether
3: I care about who wins them or not, not so much. Is it good? Yes. Who was more excited? Emily talking about the movie she saw last night or you driving in remembering – that there's two games. Emily more today.
0: excited about Godzilla minus ah. one because I don't know if I've ever seen anybody as excited about excited. anything as Em was about Godzilla minus one. She you sold know, me. She gave it a five star review. She's only done that twice previously this season, this year, year? yes, year. this year, yes. Wow. Letterbox. Yes. Yes. Wow. See. Follow me. Ehebel. H Y B L. You still <laughs> need to swear. do MTV, by the way. I should. Yeah. You should easy you got a podcast machine right there in front of you there <laughs> yeah you go. i do and i've been doing, right?
1: doing lookies yep. i've been practicing talking to myself it's great you, there you go
0: there I you can go you don't her. have to publish them <laughs> until you get the kinks worked
3: out why is my voice going high all of a sudden well i think when you get very passionate know, and talk emotional talking. when wow. you get passionate and emotional i think she just told me to shut up well you, you have moments
4: where <laughs> it like, what, it's like hey, messy uh, the messy karma oh that's what it was <laughs>
3: honestly oh, that's you what do you do it was it couldn't have been anything else. I have, a, I have a sore throat. And you went for four minutes on it. <laughs> and the end-season tournament is awesome, and Godzilla Minus
0: One is the best movie I've seen. I like monster movies and candy. He's
3: closer to a normal Monday, voice right now, I think, I don't the have mess. to make yeah, this. Yeah, the mess song. is <laughs> it's just kind of sitting right I there.
1: I will not have maybe the same amount of enthusiasm for some of these movies, but I have one movie in particular that I get as excited as that I'm probably going to draft in our draft in the next segment.
3: I know what it is. Okay, Christmas movies. We got Christmas movies coming so up. So you here. got the first pick. Okay.
0: So start doing your research. Start getting us ready for our draft of Christmas movies. I'm back, baby. Check it out. Clear your throat. Ah, never mind. There it goes again. <laughs> it's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.